Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Greetings. This is episode number 312 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Blessings from the Psalms, Part 2. This month, I'm giving an overview and individual insight for some of the Psalms. Please be sure to check out last week's podcast, where I gave an overview of the entire book of Psalms. The information I gave will be good for you to know. This week, I will give an intro to one of the Psalms and then read it for your enjoyment. Remember, these were actual songs or hymns that were sung by the Israelites before God. I shared last week the variety of Psalms that are included in this book. Just like we have a variety of songs sung in our churches, They had a variety as well for different occasions and celebrations. In 1 Samuel 16, 23, we read how David soothed Saul's soul through music. This is what it says. Whenever the Spirit from God came on Saul, David would take up his glory and play. Then relief would come to Saul. He would feel better and the evil spirit would leave him. I'm trusting that you too are going to be blessed by these songs written to rejoice your heart and to lift up your soul before our mighty God. Today, we will look at Psalm 119. Psalm 119 is an acrostic psalm. Psalms that follow an acrostic pattern begin each line with a consecutive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Since the Hebrew alphabet contains 22 letters, psalms written with this structure demonstrate great skill on the part of the psalmist. Psalm 119 is perhaps the most recognizable acrostic psalm. This has been called the golden alphabet of the Bible. The reason is, is because it's divided into 22 sections, one for each letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Each section has eight verses, and every verse in the section begins with the corresponding Hebrew letter. So verses 1 through 8 begin with the first Hebrew letter. Verses 9 to 16 each begin with the second letter, and so on. The psalmist who produced it probably chose this form to help others to memorize or meditate on this psalm. The acrostic in Psalm 119 seems to represent responding to Yahweh and his word. So you might say the theme could be a psalm dedicated to the praise of God's word. This is the longest and most elaborate of the alphabetical psalms. 
Although Psalm 119 is lengthy, it's not tiresome. And why? Because its subject is the Word of God and is more worthy of its 176 verses. The Word of God is central, as we all know, to the life of all of God's people. Again, the psalm is arranged in 22 stanzas corresponding to the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. In our English Bibles, depending on your translation, you'll see a word supplied on top of each stanza, and that's the name of the Hebrew letter. We have no indication of who wrote Psalm 119 or in what circumstances because the psalm doesn't have a title. Some believe because of its tone of writing that it could have been David, and even one source stated that it could have been written during the time of the Babylonian captivity. But honestly, we really are not sure. The psalm is largely a collection of prayers and meditation on the Word of God. The names used to describe God's Word are law, testimonies, ways, precepts, statutes, commandments, ordinances, words, promise, judgments, faithfulness, appointment, justice, and again, commands. These are all different terms that you'll see throughout this psalm. And the psalm uses the full meaning of all these words as it elaborates on the application of the law of God to both daily living and to the Israelites' destiny. The law was never considered a curse. It was always viewed as a gift from God. And so the psalmist cannot stop praising God for his mercy and goodness in providing his people instructions for living. In this psalm, the psalmist mentions many problems and situations that may be encountered in life. He speaks of the temptations of youth, of materialism, of enduring scorn and contempt, grief, and even slander. The psalmist was persecuted by men of rank and authority who ridiculed his beliefs, seeking to put him to shame and make him give up his faith. What was his response in all these situations? His response was to turn to the Word of God. He strengthened himself by meditating on the Word of God, which to him was his comfort, his possession, his rule of life, his resource for strength, all of which drove him to desire the word of God even more. The psalmist often spoke of several responses he had towards God and his word, such things as delight, love, obey, meditate, and rejoice. He also wrote that he wanted God and his word to renew him and preserve him, and several times the psalmist referred to himself as God's servant. We too face similar challenges and should show the same response. God's word should be our source of strength, comfort, joy, hope, and salvation. God's word stands forever, providing light and guidance through all of our lives. So God's word is foundational if we're going to live for God and give him glory. This psalm reminds us that the word of God is powerful. Whether we are preaching it or listening to it, it speaks to us because it is God's word and expresses his mind and his will. So we are all called to love it and express our trust 
in God by loving his word. Please, when you get a moment, read Psalm 119 in the quietness of your home. At this time, I'm only going to read certain sections of it, and may even these sections nourish your soul. Here we are, Psalm 119. I'm going to read verses 9 to 16. How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. With my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your words. And then verses 89 to 96. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You establish the earth and it abides. They continue this day according to your ordinances. For all are your servants. Unless your law had been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have given me life. I am yours. Save me, for I have sought your precepts. The wicked wait for me to destroy me, but I will consider your testimonies. I have seen the consumption of all perfection, but your commandment is exceedingly broad. Now verses 105 to 112. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn and confirmed that I will keep your righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. Accept, I pray, the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your judgments. My life is continually in your hand, yet I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I have not strayed from your precepts. Your testimonies I have taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever to the very end. And then finally, verses 129 to 136. Your testimonies are wonderful, Therefore, my soul keeps them. The entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. I opened my mouth and panted, for I longed for your commandments. Look upon me and be merciful to me, as your custom is toward those who love your name. Direct my steps by your word, and let no iniquity have dominion over me. Redeem me from the oppression of man, that I keep your precepts. Make your face shine upon your servant, and teach me your statutes. 
Rivers of water run down from my eyes because men do not keep your law. I know that God's word does not return void. Therefore, let it accomplish its work in your life today. I trust it reminded you of the awesome power of his word for each one of us. May he be glorified for leaving this wonderful treasure to us. Now, until next week, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforjesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.